Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, it is so good to see everybody. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. Uh, today on the Black Financial Channel, we're going to talk about a lawsuit uh, filed by the rapper Flowrider. And Flowrider just won $82 million. So get comfortable, buck up your seatbelt. Uh, we're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel in three, two, one, and go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under the B1 philosophy. B1 means that we are black first. That means that we have solved the racial wealth gap. B1 also means that we are building wealth with our families. We are educating our kids. We are breaking generational curses. We're not continuing those curses. Uh, so if you agree with that philosophy, put a B1 in the chat. Also, shout out the city that you're from. Let me know which city you're from. And if I see your city, I'm going to shout you back. How you doing, Lakita Bird and Queen B? And what's up, everybody on Instagram? Rise and grind. I agree. All right. So let's uh, let's just hop right into the, the conversation. Give me a yes or no if you saw this uh, lawsuit uh, with the rapper Flowrider. It looks like Flowrider sued his uh, former uh, business partner, I guess a company called Celsius Energy Drinks or something like that. I think that's what the company was called. And uh, he won $82 million, which is really cool. Uh, he says that they breached uh, their contract and they failed to meet, uh, meet conditions of an endorsement deal. So this is massive. I mean, this is big. Most rappers, uh, e even the ones who sell a lot of records, don't make $82 million in their career. You know, a lot of us think that rappers just have an infinite supply of money because they sort of give you false advertising. You know, they market to you as if they have lots of money, but most of them don't. <laughs> now, if the record labels started marketing how much money they had, then that would be a little more honest and realistic because the record labels have all the bread. The rappers and eh, the rappers are pretty breadless. <laughs> so they don't really get the, the lion's share of the money. Uh, but in this case, you know, this brother took care of himself. He filed a lawsuit. He won the suit. And now he's he's rich and uh, or, or at least if, if he can collect. And that's another big question mark on this. So um, with, with this said, you know, with um, I'm going to read some of this article to you. And uh, actually, uh, before I even uh, begin, I should probably I, I'm going to take a moment in a second and give thanks to a sponsor to the platform, but I'll pull that up in a minute. But let's let's read the article now. Uh, the article, let's see here. Uh, this is according to Fox Business. It says that uh, Flowrider, you may not know this, but his real name is Tremar Dillard. He was awarded $82.6 by a South Florida jury on Wednesday after he won a lawsuit against Celsius Energy Drinks. Dillard and his production company, Strong Arm Productions, sued the Boca Raton-based Celsius Holdings Incorporated in Broward County, May 2021, after claiming that... Let me just turn this stupid thing off. After claiming the company breached a contract with him and then tried to hide the money. Ooh, that's a big deal. The rapper and singer said the company did not follow through on the conditions stated in the endorsement deal. He said that he helped birth this company. Uh, and he says, and all we was looking for was some trustworthy people who acted as if they were family. And then when it comes down to the success of today, they forgot about me. And that's kind of true. You know, uh, that, that's I've seen that happen before. You know, uh, if you don't uh, set your deals up properly, then people will use you and chew you up and spit you out. Uh, it happens a lot in the record industry. You know, you have um, E-40 did a really f a funny song a long time ago where basically he said they'll find a new N-word next year. And uh, that was the chorus of the song. And basically uh, he, he he did a little skit where he had some guy called MC Fly By Night. And MC Fly By Night was selling all kinds of records and making all kinds of money for the record label and had all kinds of clout and power. And then suddenly... They moved on from fly by night and basically 
you know, he was mad because the CEO wouldn't return his calls and all this other stuff. And this happens all the time. Uh, if you don't know how to structure business deals to maintain your relevance and to protect your interests, then uh, then you're going to lose a lot of money. You saw Megan Thee Stallion was very upset over her original record deal because she felt that uh, the company uh, set up the deal to work in their favor, which is pretty much going to happen. That's pretty much what's going to happen. No, no one will ever do business with you and do a business deal that represents your interests. That's up to you to do that. So if you're not paying attention to the fine print and what's in the contract, then ultimately uh, it will cause you problems. Now, if you could do me a favor, please, we're, in, we're building independent Black-owned media so I could use your help. If you could hit the thumbs up button, uh, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe if you haven't done it yet. Uh, hit the notification bell so you'll be notified when we go live. And I want to give a quick thank you. I hope you'll allow me to thank Essence Tree for sponsoring this podcast. Essence Tree is an innovative black woman-owned natural body care company. Their products are designed to help you achieve longer, stronger hair, remove dark spots and scars, and leave your skin feeling naturally soft and smooth. EssenceTree.com. If you use the code word BOYSB1, all one word, BOYSB1, you can get a discount. And the website is EssenceTree.com. So, uh, so check out Essence Tree. You know they're they're helping support independent Black-owned media. So I hope you'll take one moment and just go to their website and just see what they got going on and see if you can use their product. Uh, we talk all the time about how we have to build Black-owned businesses to build Black power. So companies like Essence Tree are essential for us to move to the next stage of our hundred-year plan to put Black people on the top of the pile and to make sure that we are the economic winners in this game. You have to have a whole economy, Black people. You cannot have a half economy. You cannot just be consumers you have to also be producers and you have to support black owned businesses and you guys know our black core of three and the black business school which is to educate our own children create our own jobs and support black businesses so uh so give me a yes in the chat if you agree give me a yes in the chat if that makes sense to you all right so we were talking about flow rider and uh this this lawsuit so uh, the civil complaint showed that Dillard, who's real, that's Flo Rida's real name. Uh, the, let's see, he was the brand ambassador for Celsius from 2014 through 2018. During those years, he played an instrumental role in launching a new era for the company's brand development, growth and expansion, resulting in exposure to millions around the world. Dillard and his attorneys argued that the partnership paved the way for Celsius to grow its product portfolio, including a powder product and a new line called Celsius Heat in conjunction with Flowrider's partnership. The company has consistently sold and collected revenues from its powders, powder form products since then. Lawyers for Celsius argued in court in previous filings that the company reached its greatest success after Dillard's endorsement deal ended, adding that other business decisions led to the sales and stock or increase in sales and stock value. Uh, the attorney said uh, said Dillard wanted the one percent ownership he was promised and will be willing to accept the stock in place of the money awarded by the jury. Uh, okay, interesting. So the, his attorney, Flo Rida's attorney, apparently is saying that he'll take on one percent ownership in the company instead of uh, the money. Uh, let's see. You you saw you saw said Dillard loved the products and referred to the four year partnership as very successful. There were some benchmarks. He was supposed to get stock when certain things happened. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there became a dispute about whether those benchmarks had been reached. So that's what this was about. Dillard said he would like to move on from the legal battle and work with the company again in the future. He said he still drinks Celsius products and even owns stock in the company. Let me just tell you, I'm, I'm, I don't know much about this flow rider guy. I really don't. I didn't like his music. I ain't gonna lie. I remember his music came out. It, it bored me. I no disrespect, Flo Rida, if you're watching this video. Your music, it was, how about this? It wasn't my cup of tea. Let me just say that. But I'm really impressed with the way he's handling this. I, you know, again, I don't know if this is him or his representatives. I have no idea. But I'm super impressed with this. And let me explain to y'all. Let me, let me explain to y'all why I'm impressed. I'm impressed because 
he's handling this in a way where he's not just going for the kill, right? He's handling this in a way where he understands he's not, he's not, you know, to use a crass term, he's not, you know, he's not taking a dump where he eats. I'm trying not to cuss today. He's not pooping where he eats. Let's, let's say it like that, right? He's not, he's not sort of saying, okay, I want to destroy you. I want to ruin you. I want this company to be bankrupt. I don't want y'all to exist. You know why he's not doing that? Well, because it reminds me of an episode of Game of Thrones where the lady got really mad and she said, I want to go in there with my dragons and I want to burn everything down and kill everybody and destroy the whole city. And the guy said, if you destroy the whole city that you're conquering, then the thing that you're conquering will be worthless by the time you're done. You will have effectively dropped a poison pill into the entity that you're trying to that, that, that represents your direct interest. So if Florida goes in with a nuclear bomb and says, I'm going to destroy you, I'm going to destroy your brand, I'm going to destroy your family, I'm going to destroy everything you work for. Well, guess what? Then guess what do, you, what do y'all think? Give me, answer me in the chat. What do you think the company's going to do if Florida files a lawsuit and destroys the brand? What if he goes out and says Celsius drinks are terrible? Uh, they, I, it, it makes me, uh, it gives me diarrhea and the, the, the management is horrible. They're racist. They're bad people. They suck. What do you think the company is going to do if they if, if he if he puts that kind of weight on them and then adds an eighty two million dollar judgment on top of that? Again, this is just me speculating from the outside in. What do y'all think is going to happen? So the word starts with a B and it rhymes with rankruptcy. Anybody want to guess? I'm saying the Scooby Doo terms rankruptcy. What do y'all think? What do you think? What, is, what, what do you think the company is going to do if he destroys them? Yeah, they're going to file bankruptcy. And guess how much he gets at that point? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, and so what he's basically doing is he's pulling a gangster move. He's coming in and saying, look, now you owe me $82 million. Um, I'm going to get my money, but we can work together. We can be friends and continue to make this thing work so that we can all get money. We can all get paid. I just want my cut. I want, I want what the court has deemed to be my fair share. I like that. I like that. And I really want you to understand that because I need you to understand that doing business or resolving disputes does not have to involve you uh, pulling out nuclear weapons on each other. Everybody does that. You know, I've seen that. I've seen that happen online. I've seen that happen offline. I've seen that happen in business where people get so mad and so hurt that they just feel like in order to win, you got to go for the kill. And this is part of your trauma talking. This is why we created the first ever black financial therapy department in the black business school. Well, we have therapists. We have financial therapists. No, no other institution has that. And it's it's there because a lot of you, because you have various forms of trauma, do business in a really funny, nasty way. You don't know how to just keep it cool and say, look, we got a disagreement here. Let's work together to solve this problem as opposed to you being the problem and me feeling like eliminating the problem means eliminating you. That's why people get shot in the hood because they can't sit down and figure out how they can resolve what basically is a bunch of hurt feelings. You hurt my feelings, so now I'm going to kill you. Right? That's that's not a healthy way to think. So I like this. I, I don't know anything about Flo Rider. I told you. I ain't going to lie. I didn't. His music was like, eh. <laughs> whatever. You know, maybe white people like it and they have money, so that's good. Good for him. But, um, but I'm going to tell you, the way he's handled his lawsuit, I think is great. Um, I think the company, if they're smart, they'll say, hey, you know what? Okay, buddy, you won fair and square. Here's your stock. Now, will you come back and help us to take the brand to another level? Because our previous partnership with you went really well. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. You have to be able to get past your emotions uh, in order to do that. You got to be able to sit down with somebody who you felt like maybe was a mortal enemy and say, OK, let's establish some common ground and make this work. 
you know, for example, I'll, I'll use a real life scenario uh, that's so, somewhat financially related. If you want to think of it that way, um, I have I have some people on, you know, that that have that, that have criticized me. You know, uh, I, I Mark Lamont Hill doesn't like me very much. Uh, Roland Martin, for some reason, the last 10 years has been really mad at me, uh, you know, and, and uh, what's another one? Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson doesn't like me very much. Let me just say this. If any of those guys called me right now and said, hey, I want to talk to you, uh, you know, just and, and figure this out so we can work together and succeed together. I would completely embrace that conversation. I could I, I literally would forget every single thing that we were ever mad about. I'd be like, yeah, that was the past. That was 2019. Who cares? <laughs> Let's talk about 2024. I mean, you really have to have that mindset when it comes to business. But if you're all in your feelings and bitchy and mad and they did that to me and y'all y'all need to quit. I'm going to take I'm going to spend my life tearing you down. Let me tell you, that's bad energy to carry in business and in life. If you spend your life so mad that you feel like you got to just dedicate all your energy to destroying another person or destroying somebody's business, then guess what? Ain't nothing you ever plant going to grow. You can't plant seeds in toxic soil. You at that point have become a toxic person. Toxic people don't win. Justa Reese. Justa Reese knows all of it. She's in here. She runs a great black business, by the way. Uh, best juice ever. And she's such a great marketer. Justa Reese, give me a yes in the check. Confirm to me that what I'm saying is true. Toxic people, nothing grows in toxic soil. So if you're carrying the toxic energy of destruction and revenge and anger and bitterness, then that's going to ruin everything in your life from your health to your wealth to your relationships. And then one day you'll grow old and you'll just have cancer and then you'll die and and, and no one will remember that you were ever here. So healing is important. Now y'all know me. I, I took it, I took it all the way around the world. We went from Flo Rida's lawsuit to healing. That's just what I do. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't apologize for that, but because I want it to be about you. I'm not really into these celebrities and celebrity worship. We don't do that here. Uh, it's more so about saying, let's look at that thing over there. Remember the world is a classroom. Right? I, I taught in Syracuse University and, and I had a classroom in, in that context and I have a classroom now, but the world is really the best classroom ever. So sometimes you can look at something and say, what are some lessons that we can learn that almost as if it's out of a textbook? God's textbook is all around you. So when you see situations go bad, you can sit back and say, why did that go bad and how could that have gone better? Or when you see situations that go good, you reverse engineer it and say, wow, that went really well. What were the key elements to allow that to go really well? Like, for example, look at the way um, I'm going to give a shout out to New Edition. Actually, you know, actually, before I do that, could you do me a favor, please, and hit the thumbs up button. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, you, you're watching uh, the Black Financial Channel. And uh, also, um, if you hit the notification bell, that, that really helps in terms of us building our media. Uh, what's up on Instagram? My Instagram is The Real Voice Watkins. And I go on live, I go live every single day because I like talking to y'all every single day. Uh, just like I talk to my family. Maybe that makes me a weirdo, but I don't care. Just just call me a weirdo. I, I embrace my weirdness. Uh, your weirdness will set you free. And if you love your weirdness, then, then you can just be weird to the world. And maybe one day that will really work out for you because you'll never be good at being somebody else. You, you're only good at being yourself. And, and in fact, if you are really good at being yourself, then you could be the best in the world at something, right? So everybody give me a yes if you get what I'm saying. If you if you really love yourself, embrace yourself and, and become the best version of yourself you can be, you will be the best in the world at something because 
nobody's better at being you than you. You've already got that mastered. You got that whole market cornered. Okay. So I'm really good at being Dr. Boyce Watkins. I ain't good at being nobody else. I'm not good at being a white man. I can't be some, I can't be a mainstream guy. I can only be with me. Right. And that's, that's who I am. That's, and I'm not apologizing. And by the way, my new book is called the 10 commandments of black economic power. If you go to my website, boycewalkins.com or on Instagram, you click the link in the bio. You can take a look at the book. I'm doing a book tour this year. I'm going to about seven cities and I'm going to do a, um, a deep dive training on the book. Uh, this is a, a book that I believe is a pretty powerful layout of what a family needs to do in terms of structuring itself to build wealth, whether it's your uh, biological family or your economic family. Uh, it's about developing a code to conduct gang affiliation so that you are able to um, to develop wealth in, in, in your in your space. OK, so in fact, I even teach you how to build a whole economy in your space. It's very it's it's, uh, it's really good stuff. All right, guys. So um. A couple more thoughts that, um, that I would throw, throw in in terms of what I noticed in this lawsuit with Flowrider is, um, number one, one thing about business is that sometimes there's a need to use the courts to enforce contracts. Uh, a lot of people think that because something is on, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people think that because something is on paper that that means that they have to do it. They don't have to do it. Sometimes they, they don't do it. And then they say, uh, go ahead and sue me. And a lot of people won't do it. And uh, and I, I don't blame you if you don't. There's been situations where I knew I had a lawsuit. I knew I could sue and make money or whatever. But I just didn't. I just like, it was like, uh, you know what? I'm going to write it off and keep it moving. I just won't do business with that person anymore or whatever. But, so, but, but generally speaking, if you're starting a business, you're going to eventually, the more money you make, the more money you have to put aside for lawyers and accountants. Like those are a very important part of the business. It doesn't always add to profitability, but it's like football. You got to play all offense and defense, your lawyers and your accountants, et cetera, are part of your defense. So um, it sounds like he has some good lawyers. It also sounds like he had some good um, some good business specialists around him, which I think is really cool. And uh, and remember, these stories don't always end up so so well. Just last night, I did a podcast about Usain Bolt. If you go to drboystv.com, you can see where Usain Bolt, uh, I broke this down, where where he lost, I, he had $12.8 million. Give me, let me know if y'all, if y'all heard about this, he had $12.8 million in the bank in Jamaica. And he woke up one day and his account was down to 12,000 bucks. He went from 12.8 million in his investment account to $12,000. Now, I don't know that they were saying that it could be a glitch or a clerical error. It seems to me that if it was, a, if it was a glitch, it would have been fixed, but it's been in the news for a while. Um, I think he might've gotten scammed. And, uh, and I talked specifically in that video about, you know, sort of ways to avoid that. Also, the four steps toward building wealth with the number four being to protect your assets. You have to be able to protect it. Right. So it's like um, winning uh, you know, compared to winning a football game. Uh, you know, there's a strategy. You got to run your offense and everything else in order to get ahead in the game. But once you're ahead, you got to protect your lead and you protect your lead in football by playing in a more defensive strategy. Right. You slow the clock down. You run the ball more. You don't throw very much. You know, you, 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 you're you more conservative. Right. Or in basketball, you, you're protecting the lead. You you take your time. You're bringing the ball down the court and you, you take safe shots and, you know, you play defense a certain way. So ultimately, long story short, Usain Bolt is an example, in my view, of where celebrity wealth goes bad. So ultimately, um, my my belief uh, for you guys is that uh, you can learn from these cases. And when you see these things happen, I would sort of read through them and kind of think it through. And remember this, and, and the way to make it simple, to, to keep from being sort of overwhelmed by the technicalities of it all, is to realize that a lot of this stuff really comes down to uh, relationships 
and healthy ways of engaging one another. This is why um, I'm a big advocate and a big believer in things like therapy and healing, because if you heal properly, then you can show up to the world in the right way. You can show up with the right energy. And what I like about what Flo Rider did, I, I just really think it's great. I, I, when I'm reading his statements, again, I don't know this guy. Maybe for all I know, he could be an idiot in, in disguise, but I don't think he is. Because, because at the end, he literally said, he said, I, here we go. Here's what he said. He said, oh, wow, this is okay. He said, so, so in addition to saying that he wants to work with them in the future and that he holds no ill will, blah, blah, blah. Here's what he said at the end, which, which I think verifies what I was, my speculation. He says, I'm still an owner in the company. And, and when you, uh, let me turn this stupid thing off. I, I'm still an owner in the company. And when you basically planted the seed for something that is successful, you can't help but have unconditional love. So he's basically approaching this with love, but he's still getting gangster. He's protecting his interests. So he's showing up saying, hey, you know what? We can still be friends. You know you owe me money. The court says you owe me money, but I don't want your company to die. I want your company to grow. I just want to make sure I get my cut. I think that's a perfect approach. And so I encourage you when you run into a business dispute, here's another deal, another important thing to understand. If you do business, you're going to have differences. If you do business and enough money is floating around, you're going to have disputes, whatever. And I'm telling you, if you create something good and you get into a fight with somebody and you are triggered and traumatized and you let your ego become the driving force behind your decisions, then everything you built will disappear. Everything you created will die. That is toxic energy. You will not win that way. You want to get you want some examples? Let me give you some real life examples. I'm gonna give you a couple of real life examples. Uh, after I ask you all, if you could please hit the thumbs up button, please hit the thumbs up button right now. Everybody do that. Uh, hit the thumbs up button and put a B1 or a yes in the chat to let me know you did that. Also hit the notification bell. Uh, subscribe if you haven't done that yet. And also I want to thank EssenceTree.com for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, EssenceTree.com is an innovative black woman-owned natural body care company. Their products are designed to help you achieve longer, stronger hair. Remove dark spots and scars. Leave your skin feeling naturally soft and smooth. EssenceTree.com. Uh, if you go there, you can use the code word VoiceB1, all words, all, all one word, VoiceB1, and you can get a discount at EssenceTree.com. If you would like to uh, bring your Black-owned business uh, onto this platform and uh, and give Dr. Boyce a shout-out, all you got to do is go to DrBoyceFinance.com. I have a great team of wonderful uh, kind people who will be very nice to you and will help you to blow your brand up. So feel free to go to drboysfinance.com. If you have something you want to promote, it could be a YouTube channel. It could be uh, whatever. As long as it, we don't do MLMs, just so you know, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to promote an MLM. No disrespect to MLM, um, you know, people, but, but that's not something I'm, 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 I'm comfortable doing, but uh, you know, black owned products that are solid, uh, you know, Feel free to reach out to us. All right. So here's a couple of real life examples of where toxic energy and ego destroy something valuable. Um, anybody remember any football fans remember how good the Dallas Cowboys were 30 years ago? Anybody remember the the, the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, it's a, it's a long it's like ancient history now. It's kind of crazy for people my age. It, it feels like yesterday. Anybody remember how good because the, the other day the Dallas Cowboys won a road playoff game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The big news was that this was the first road playoff game that the Cowboys had won since the early 90s, since I think 93, it, which is crazy. I couldn't believe it since 1993. I mean, 93, some of y'all, I bet some of y'all in here weren't even born in 93. That's crazy. Yeah, NK says I'm 32 years old, right? It's nuts, right? NK was two, right? That's that's nuts, right? But does anybody remember how good the Dallas Cowboys were in the early 90s? 
And, and, and has anybody noticed how the Cowboys haven't really been able to do anything since the early 90s? Like literally since the midnight, this is about 96, 97, the Cowboys have sucked. Terrible. It's broken my heart because I grew up as a Cowboys fan. Well, the Cowboys used to be really great, and they won championships like it was nothing. They had about a three, four-year, five-year period where they could not lose. Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith, all those guys, they were so legendary, and they won three Super Bowls, I think, in about a four-year period. Best team, amazing, great coach, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Jerry Jones was the owner. I don't, I'm not going to say he's a great owner. He's a good businessman. He bought the Cowboys for $150 million. Now they're worth about $8 billion. Uh, the Green Bay Packers were bought for $100, by the way, and they're now worth $5 billion. That's why I don't understand why athletes and entertainers don't get together and create a sports league. You're literally throwing you're, – you're literally – basically financially abandoning your grandkids because you could easily plant something now that would be worth 10, a hundred billion dollars, you know, a hundred years from now, but that's beside the point. Well, when the Cowboys started winning, ego started kicking in, you know, Jerry Johnson, uh, Jerry Jones has a big ego. Jimmy Johnson had a big ego and they started clashing. And next thing you know, Jimmy Johnson was leaving the Cowboys to go to the dolphins and Jerry Jones, you know, picked a new coach. So uh, Jerry Jones was never able to really win again. And Jimmy Johnson never got a chance to fulfill his full potential because uh, together they were amazing, but apart, they were mediocre. Uh, other examples, uh, Kobe and Shaq. They might remember those two guys when they played together. They might remember the early 2000s when Kobe and Shaq were playing together at the Lakers. Well, uh, you get, you know, Kobe and Shaq, again, getting into this traumatized alpha male mindset. I got to be the alpha. Dun, dun, dun. I got to be the boss. I got to be the leader. And I got to stomp everybody around me. That ain't healthy. When people tell you this stuff about alpha this and alpha that, it's okay to think of yourself as a, as a leader. No problem with that. I mean, alpha energy can be beneficial if it's used in a healthy, intelligent way. But if you feel like you got to stomp on everybody and dominate and control everything, ain't nobody going to be around you. The only people that want to be, be around you are people that are bowing to you and submitting to you. And eventually you'll be surrounded by nothing but yes men and yes women who kiss your butt and do everything you say. And then your team is going to be weaker because you don't have people in your group that can challenge you and elevate you. Right. So Kobe and Shaq got together with the Lakers and it's like, I'm the alpha. No, I'm the alpha. I'm the alpha. I'm the alpha. Right. And y'all winning championships together. Then suddenly they, they start fighting. And then Kobe, Kobe, you know, I'm sorry, Shaq leaves and goes to Miami and Kobe's back with the Lakers trying his best to make the team great again. Now, both of them did do OK on their own. They did all right. But I don't think that Kobe and Shaq, let me know if you agree with this. I don't think Kobe and Shaq did as well individually as they would have done if they'd stayed together as a team. You know, if they would stayed together as a family, as a unit, I think they could have won many more championships they weren't that old when they broke apart. And uh, and this is uh, this is important. Y'all got to understand this because I see some of the comments that happen on social media and I see the trauma everywhere. You're, you're heavily traumatized. And what traumatized people do is they like to cut people off. They like to chop things off like, oh, this year in 2023, I'm cutting off everybody. I'm cutting off everything. Right. Well, the problem is that your relationships are like limbs on your body. You know, your relationships are your limbs, like your arms and your legs. And so what if I say, man, I hate my left arm. I'm cutting it off. I hate my right arm. I'm chopping it off. Chop. Right. And then I'm chopping. Man, these legs, this left leg is getting on my nerves. I'm chopping it off. Boom. And then eventually you chopped off all your limbs. And now you're just a torso. You're just a damn torso sitting there talking, talking crazy as a little torso with no arms, no legs, no nothing. And, and, you know, and you can do it. So you can do all the yapping, but you can't get anything done now because all your relationships are dead. All the all your teammates are gone. You're trying to win a team sport called wealth, wealth building. 
and you're trying to win a team sport as an individual. You can't win a soccer game with one soccer player, no matter how great they are. You can't win a football game with one football player, no matter how great they are. You can't win a basketball game with one player. So ultimately, wealth is like basketball, like football, like soccer. It is a team sport. People that have lots of wealth are playing it as a team sport. And you're not playing as a team because you're so traumatized that you're chopping everything and everybody off. And you're comfortable being isolated because you're so scared of being hurt. You're so scared of being re-traumatized. So this is why I keep going back to telling you guys, get you some therapy, get you some healing. you got to heal because some of y'all are sick. And a sick person has a hard time integrating in a healthy way with anybody, right? The, 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 it's the sickness that leads to this mindset of saying, I got to be the alpha all the time. Why? Well, because you're scared of being vulnerable by allowing somebody else to lead or by allowing somebody else to, to have a, a meaningful role in what you're doing, right? You feel like you're simping because you get married. If you get married to a woman and, and you allow that woman to have some influence in your life, well, I won't be no simp. I got to be the alpha. Next thing you know, you're divorced. All your wealth is gone. Your kids don't even want to talk to you no more. And you're sitting there by yourself dying early because all now all you're doing is sitting around with, with, with nasty women, smoking weed and playing Xbox all day. And, and you're, when you wonder why your life won't work out to become what you want it to become, it's because that toxic energy never healed and you're carrying that and you're, you've got all these walls built up that are killing your ability to form healthy relationships. So relationship building is a very important part of wealth building. It's very hard to build wealth without relationships. It's really hard. So uh, if you, in fact, if you never serve anybody but yourself, then you're never going to win because people, smart people are going to peep that out very quickly. Another example of billions in wealth that was lost because of ego um, the Chicago Bulls. Anybody heard about the Chicago Bulls and how good they were in the 90s? Give me a yes in the chat if you saw how great the Bulls were when Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen were winning games like it was nothing, winning championships like it was nothing. Like it was almost like they could waltz into the NBA Finals and just take the championship every year. Well, the, the Bulls, remember the Bulls, Jordan could have kept winning if, he, if, 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 if him and the ownership had found a way to find common ground. <laughs> Jordan was ready to play, and they, for whatever reason, wanted to break the team up. So, again, the inability to resolve a difference led to Chicago now basically having 23 years in the wilderness. Chicago Bulls have never been anywhere near as good as they were when they had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. It'll probably take 100 damn years before the Chicago Bulls ever have a team that good, if they ever have a team that good. Maybe in the year 2110, they'll have a team that's, that, that was as good as Jordan and Pippen and, and Rodman and all those guys, right? So, so sometimes what happens, remember I told you guys about the word poor. The word poor stands for passing over opportunities repeatedly. So when people end up poor, when they go from rich to poor, <clears throat> chances are that they were given a gift by God they were blessed. Somebody blessed them and said, here, here's the golden goose. Just make sure it keeps laying eggs. And you sat there and said, oh, well, this is my goose. And this goose is always going to be there. And uh, and I can just recreate another golden goose whenever I want. That's your ego kicking in. And then next thing you know, you done killed the golden goose, chopped its head off or, or sold it to somebody. And then you spend the rest of your life wandering through the desert looking for another golden goose. Your golden goose might be that golden relationship, that golden man that's next to you, ladies, that, that is treating you well, but you take him for granted because your toxicity taught you to chase 
thugs and mean guys, right? Your golden goose might be um, this business opportunity that you have that is going to be destroyed because you're fighting with your partners and everybody's fighting you know, based on ego, right? You might have another golden goose somewhere. Maybe it's your kids. Your kids are young. They're, they're never going to be young again, but you're ignoring them because you want to put all your money into or all your time into the grind that you're not paying attention to the little children that are going to take care of you when you get old, right? So ultimately, we kill the golden goose and then we have no gold and then we end up poor because we pass over opportunities repeatedly. So understand this, if you don't heal, it's gonna be very hard to rise. Um, people that are healed tend to rise more effectively than those who are not healed. Another, uh, a couple of, there's even more examples. I'm gonna give you a good example though, of where I believe proper healing has played out really well. Um, there's a guy in the black business school right now from the, a group called New Edition. Uh, anybody remember New Edition? Candy girl, you are my world. Has anybody seen how New Edition, I, I'm so impressed. New Edition is, they've been together like 40 years and they are still on tour. They're literally becoming almost like the black version of the Rolling Stones. These dudes, they're, they're out there. I don't know, I have no idea how Bobby Brown is able to get out there and do all the dance moves and everything because he looked, he don't look so healthy to me, I'm, I'm be honest with you. But I'm so impressed that, all of those guys, all six of them, and their 51, 52-year-old asses are still out there dancing, singing, touring, and making money, millions of dollars, by the way, making millions of dollars, singing songs that they made in 1981, 82. That's what healthy relationships and healing does. You know, a lot of you that are, that are my age, you remember... You know, the Bobby Brown days where Bobby went kind of crazy and did whatever he was going to do. And then Bell Bib DeVoe kind of broke off. And then Johnny Gill went off and did his thing. Ralph Transvet did his thing. And then they all came back together. It wasn't four out of six. It wasn't five out of six. It was six out of six. They went six for six. That is absolutely beautiful. And, and I would love to see, I, I wonder if there's an interview where they talk about how they were able to uh, put their egos to the side and realize, hey, y'all, look, we got a good thing going here. If we can't get along as a family, we're going to lose everything good that we have. And, and a lot of you are in the same situation as New Edition. A lot of you have families. And your family is your multi-million dollar asset. That, In fact, in my book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power, that's what I focus on is helping you understand. Not, And I'm not saying this is not hand-waving to make you feel good. There is a there is economic and mathematical theory I can lay out for you that will explain to you why your family is a million dollar asset. And some of y'all don't value that asset. You see family as a liability. So you're chopping off people, chopping off your left arm, chopping off your right arm. I'm cutting off my cousin. I ain't talking to my sister no more. Right. And, and I get that sometimes people sometimes people are dangerous. You got to get away from them, but you can't get away from everybody. And if you can find a way to heal and, and, and engage each other in a healthy way, show up to each other in a healthy way, you'd be amazed at what you can accomplish when everybody's on code and people have put their egos to the side. It becomes a beautiful thing. You become a powerhouse. The things that used to be hard become so easy. Anybody, I don't know if anybody's ever done this where you, you've been in a situation where you've been part of a great team. Like, in fact, I can tell you in my right life right now, the, if, if you think, let me ask you this. Do you think that uh, based on what I've been doing, that I've been successful? Have I had success in your eyes? Like, you know, I've made millions of dollars. I have a platform that reaches millions of people. I have traveled all over the world, hundreds and hundreds of trips all over the globe. I've had a chance to do a lot of really cool stuff. That Would you agree that that is considered, quote unquote, successful? 
right? I haven't had to go to the corporate plantation for 15 years, right? Or 12, 13, I don't know how many years. I don't even, can't even remember that, right? Would you consider that to be successful? Well, if the answer is yes, then I'm going to tell you, I'm going to throw myself out there and say, I can't do none of this without the people behind me. I can't do none of this without my economic and, and personal family. I can't do none of this without the people that have my back. I can't do none of this without the people that support me. In fact, when I see you all, when I meet you all, when I go out and I bump into you in the airport, I give you a hug. And really in my hug, if you ever meet me in person, I give you a hug. Just know that in my mind, I'm saying thank you. I'm saying thank you because I couldn't do this without you. That, that's why I'm here to serve you. With my, my wife, I'm like, babe, I'm here to serve you. I love you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a simp for you because you, you're that woman that's got my back. My kids, the, my business partners, my, the people that I, um, that I, that I uh, work with that work for me, my team members. I'm like, thank you. I serve you. And this is what I, this is the last point I'm going to make on this. I know we started off talking about flow rider and all that, but I kind of, y'all know me. I start, I just go into a stream of consciousness sometimes, and I hope it's beneficial to you. I hope this is helping you, but let me just uh, say it like this. Leadership is not about trying to be the boss. Leadership is a form of service. Leadership is a form of service where by virtue of the fact that you're serving others and you're serving the relationship and you're serving the thing that you're building together, you get opportunities to be the boss because life is reciprocal. Karma is real. That what you put out is what you're going to eventually receive. So let me just say this. Look, I've been in fights before. I know how to fight. Fighting is easy. In the, in, you know, if, if the spirit moves you to fight, you sometimes you got to fight. But I don't really, I try my best. I do everything in my power not to fight the people who are right next to me, who have, whose, who, whose support has a direct connection to my ability to be successful. I'm not going to go out and get mad at the world and then go slap my wife. My wife is my is my top supporter. Why would I? People do that. People. This is something that uh, I think it was Nikki Giovanni uh, with, with her debate with James Baldwin. She brought it up how black man will go to work and be stressed out because the way he's being treated on the job. Then he'll come home and beat his wife. And I was like, that's crazy because now you're really hurting yourself because your wife is your ally. If you're going to beat somebody, beat the man that's disrespecting you. Go beat him. Don't beat your wife. <laughs> really, don't beat anybody, but you got to beat somebody. If, if there's a beating that needs to happen, it shouldn't be to the people that care about you or support you. But sometimes we'll do that. You know, it, or even in dating, I've seen cases where people uh, will be really nice. A man, man will be really nice to the bitchy woman and really mean to the nice woman. You know, or a woman who will be who will follow up a follow up under behind a guy who a mean guy, a toxic guy who doesn't care about her and do anything for him. But then will make fun of the nice guy who's actually trying to support you and be kind to you and treat you with respect. That's backward thinking. That's weird. That's toxic. That's low self-esteem. You need a therapist. You got to fix that. There's something wrong with you if you're thinking that way. So ultimately, Pour into the things that, that benefit you. And if you pour with intentionality and with consistency, then those things will pour back into you. The world will owe you favors, and then you will never stop being blessed. Your blessings will be infinite if you're constantly blessing other people and blessing the people around you, the right people around you. Okay? So keep that in mind, and, uh, and, and, and I hope that everything that you do succeeds. 
And uh, and I, I thank you for allowing me to share that perspective. And I hope that it was beneficial in your own journey and everything that you're seeking to do. Uh, so uh, so as I get out of here, I'd like to say thank you to EssenceTree.com. Uh, EssenceTree.com is an innovative black woman-owned natural body care company. Their products are designed to help you achieve longer, stronger hair, remove dark spots and scars, and leave your skin feeling naturally soft and smooth. EssenceTree.com. Use the code word BOYSB1, all one word, for a discount. So uh, if you could, so please support this black-owned business because they're supporting us. Uh, just to be clear, white folks don't support us. The government doesn't support us. Black-owned businesses help support this platform, and Black people do. So if you could take a visit to EssenceTree.com and give their Black-owned business a chance, uh, I'd greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to market your Black-owned business on this platform, you can just go to DrBoyceFinance.com and somebody could take care of you. Uh, last but not least, if you'd like to take a look at my new book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power, or get a Black Wealth calendar for 2023 so you can put Black Wealth in your refrigerator, just visit BoyceWalkins.com. Uh, all that stuff is right there. So God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. And, uh, and I wish you the very best. I'll see you guys soon. Take care now. Peace.